The Motherhood Channel is your trusted source to provide in-depth information from UC San Diego experts focused on pregnancy, childbirth, and the first year of life. Visit uctv.tv slash motherhood for more. During your pregnancy, you may be offered a number of different types of ultrasound evaluations of your fetus. Ultrasonography is considered safe in pregnancy with no long-term concerns for the well-being of your baby when used appropriately and for medical indications. The most common types of ultrasound you will receive during your pregnancy are dating ultrasound, nuchal translucency ultrasound, anatomy ultrasound, fetal growth ultrasound, and amniotic fluid index ultrasound. Often, in your first prenatal appointment, you will be given a dating ultrasound. This ultrasound is usually done vaginally because the pregnancy is too small to see reliably transabdominally. During this ultrasound, your provider will be able to establish if the pregnancy is viable, what the gestational age of the pregnancy is, and your likely estimated due date. Often, a fetal heartbeat can be heard as well. If you decide to move forward with genetic testing, you will be offered another ultrasound between 10 and 14 weeks gestational age, usually done by an ultrasound specialist called a nuchal translucency ultrasound. During this transabdominal ultrasound, early anatomy of the heart and brain of your fetus can be seen. The fluid in the base of the neck of the fetus can be measured, which is the nuchal translucency. In a fetus with Down syndrome or other chromosome abnormalities, there will be an increased fluid which results in thicker measurement. Using this measurement in conjunction with a non-invasive blood test, you can be given a risk estimate for the chances of having a baby with Down syndrome or other genetic disorders. Between 18 to 22 weeks, you will be offered an anatomy ultrasound. Even if you opt out of genetic screening, this anatomy ultrasound is important for all patients so that you can ensure you will be delivering your baby in the right setting if he or she needs extra care and support. Similar to the nuchal translucency, the anatomy ultrasound is usually performed by a perinatologist or ultrasound specialist rather than by your usual provider. This ultrasound usually takes around an hour and carefully evaluates the anatomy of the brain, heart, abdomen, limbs, major organs, and placenta. If you have risk factors, you may also get a transvaginal ultrasound as part of this evaluation to check the length of the cervix, which can help predict your risk of a preterm delivery. This is also the ultrasound when you can find out the gender of your baby, if you desire to know. While signs of a genetic anomaly may show up on the anatomy ultrasound, it is not considered diagnostic for any genetic issue. Only an amniocentesis, which removes fluid from around the baby for testing, can give you a definitive diagnosis. If you have risk factors, such as diabetes, chronic hypertension, autoimmune disease, or others, it may be recommended for you to have growth scans of your fetus at four to six week intervals. You can discuss this with your provider. Additionally, if for any reason during your routine appointments your provider is concerned that your abdominal growth does not match your fetus's gestational age, he or she may order a growth ultrasound at that time. A growth ultrasound can estimate the weight of the fetus and evaluate for normal amniotic fluid production, which is a sign of a healthy pregnancy. During your last few weeks of pregnancy, if you have risk factors such as being over age 35 or other medical conditions, you may be a candidate for antenatal testing. 
Antenatal testing usually consists of putting the fetus on a fetal heart rate monitor for approximately 20 to 40 minutes. This is non-invasive, and it documents the normal fluctuations in the heart rate, which your provider can use to interpret how well the placenta is functioning. Additionally, measuring the amniotic fluid around the fetus with ultrasound helps to evaluate the health of the placenta oxygenating your baby. These tests help reduce the risk of having a stillbirth, but may also result in the recommendation for induction of labor if they are found to be abnormal. We are fortunate to live in a country where the standard of care is for all pregnant women to get indicated ultrasounds during their pregnancy. If you are unsure if you should be getting one of the above types of ultrasound evaluations, please be sure to discuss this with your provider. Here at UC San Diego, ultrasound during pregnancy is one of the many tools we have to help you have a healthy pregnancy and delivery.